Hello there, and welcome back to the Nerd Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time ever, that's never-ending retro dialogue, and we are here to talk about nerd stuff. I am Jordan. And I am Doug. Uh, real quick. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, man? Pretty good. We're recording around the holiday season. We are. I don't. not sure when this will show up. Who but, knows at this point? I can't but, keep track. Uh, it's almost like we're talking to future us yeah the ghost of christmas future yeah there we go yeah you know i i can't help i don't think we've talked about our theme song okay yeah we haven't talked about it very much and it is just i hope everyone else enjoys it as much as i do because once i hear it once then i'm humming it the rest of the the week for me and um it's quite contagious i have caught uh the family humming it (laughs) i'm trying to get uh, Wyatt to learn it on his clarinet oh, or no. guitar or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know who also has a great theme song? Oh. <laughs> who is that? The the Transformers. The Transformers. They say there's more than meets the eye. More than meets the ear on this podcast. On this podcast. Um, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because ever since we started talking about, talking about Transformers, the movie soundtrack Transformers by... Lion mm-hmm. has been stuck in my head. Actually, that's a lie. That's been stuck in my head for twenty years. So. <laughs> this this is an episode that I've really been looking forward yeah. to talking to. We we wanted to wait until after we did the '80s cartoon episode, which you guys will hear a few before this one. Right. Uh, so hopefully, you guys have already listened to that one. If not, go back, hit pause, go back, come back. And then there we go. Yeah, because we talked about an overview of 80s cartoons, but we did. I think we mentioned that this would be one that we signal out, we yeah. focus on. A- anyone who knows us right. knows that we absolutely love the Transformers, um, which is fun because, as we've talked about many times on this podcast, the, the age gap, yeah. we, we got into Transformers at different times yeah like i'm i'm og right i'm i'm patriarch level transformer <laughs> you're g1 <laughs> i'm g1 um and then and then you started with beast wars right. right yep so this this is going to be i can't wait this will yeah. be a fun episode because we're gonna there's... we're gonna basically time travel on this episode yeah we're gonna yeah. nerd out pretty hard because this is like a pillar of our nerddom yes if anyone came to the nerd law <laughs> I, I think they could see why. The age-old question is, how many Optimus Primes is too many Optimus Primes? No, nah, there's, there's no number. There's, there's no number. Um, that's what I tell Sharon, because <laughs> at, the, at, the, <laughs> at the last toy show where I was selling at, yeah. as you know, there was a guy, uh, he was catter corner from us, counter corner, caddy corner. Caddy corner, yeah. There we go. And he had a uh, Optimus Prime uh, PVC statue. And um, I just kept eyeballing that thing all stinking day. And I decided I'd wait till the end of the show. And and if he hadn't sold it, then I would try to get it. And um, he hadn't. And they they had already started packing up. So I had to actually stop them (laughs) in the back alley of the of the uh center there at the state fairgrounds (laughs) so i could get that optimus prime now of course he was more than willing to right make that money yeah but um yeah there is no number that's too high for optimus primes and i'm not sure where i'm at now on optimus prime (laughs) so i think i think i'm only at three or four oh so one two three four oh gosh i 
I think I'm close to 10. Oh my goodness. I think. I'm upwards. How about upwards that? Upwards of 10. Upwards of 10. Yeah. Well, they make so many Optimus Prime toys different. And when I say that, I don't mean they're just the same Optimus Prime toy over and over. Yeah. It's different themes. It's different variations. It's different anniversary editions. Oh, so yeah. So it's a lot easier than you might think to collect Optimus Prime. Oh, Primes. absolutely. And then, you know, there's holiday versions. Oh, yeah. If you listen to our Christmas special, you know my... My affection yeah. for all things Christmas. Yeah. Still have not gotten that. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. I was going to say you have two, but I guess you're still waiting. You got one and a half because you're still waiting. Correct. That's but, a bummer. But yeah. Too, not too many Optimus Prime. No. Never too many. Kind of like Batman. Yeah. You can't have too you many. Or Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm see- or anything. I'm seeing yeah. a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're going to start doing this collecting episode again. Yeah, no way. <laughs> So we've been. This has been an episode that we've been talking about since before we even aired our first episode. Correct. This, this was, was one like, we always knew we yeah, wanted to do. This was like an original, a G one idea. Yes. Yeah. We knew this was kind of one of the subjects that we made us start talking about wanting yeah. to do a podcast. Is we really wanted to talk about Transformers. Yeah. Um, the the good, the bad, the indifferent. Um, you know, gosh, I mean. You think about it. You've got TV shows. Yep. You've got toys, of course. Oh, of course. You've got the animated movie, which is you know the pinnacle the, as far yeah, as I'm the height concerned of Transformers. Um, you've got now you've got all the Michael Bay films. Um, we'll get into those. <laughs> um, although the trailer for the newest one, yeah, is it looks, promising. It looks promising. Um, but yeah, so. Y- it's, there's just so much, and you got all the video games, comics, yeah, the Netflix series yeah. that came oh my out. Gosh, so they're they're all over the place, um, and they've been around forever. It's one of those things. I mean, you think about what is it? Eighty four, yeah, is when um, the first animated show started. Yeah, and here we are, nearly forty years oh later. Oh my gosh, you're right. Talking about them, yeah, and that's that's awesome. Yeah, their presence is felt in a lot of pop culture. Um, it's amazing to me because I was born into the world where Transformers was already a thing. So, like, you know, because like we said, we started with Beast Wars, but I think I always knew Transformers was a thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just interesting to me because it's like Superman or Mickey Mouse where you were just like, I'm conscious of this mm-hmm. from the get-go. Sure. I'm, I was a baby that transformed into a man. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> we've, we've already got the, the deep, yeah. deep thoughts of Bruin. Yeah. So, and now I did not watch a lot of Beast Wars. I didn't know they existed until oh. I, I happened upon them. And I, I guess you could say I had kind of a, uh, a gatekeeper <laughs> moment where... I saw these animals, and and the animation immediately hit me right in the face, and it's just like, wait, what, what is this? Oh my gosh! Now I've gone back and watched clips, yeah, and I'm like, okay, that was actually pretty good, yeah. Um, so I've learned to learn to enjoy all of it. Well, what you have to realize is that for a kid back in the early '90s or the mid '90s or whatever, that was prime animation that was cgi yeah like, whoa we'd never seen anything like that exactly so yeah that, and there was so it's interesting because i was introduced to transformers as animals so i don't know that i really got into the vehicle stuff until later 
But yeah, the that was prime animation back then, and that's just crazy to me now because mm. you look back, it's pretty rough. Oh, it's when you watch when you watch clips on YouTube, yeah. it's just ooh cringy. Yeah, it's not good. But the stories were there. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get past the animation, <laughs> so it, it took a while. But yeah, so now my kids were introduced. Now they obviously they saw the original Transformers because I've got it on DVD, and and so they they knew what they were. From the get-go but when they were much younger transformers animated come yeah. out and i was a little skeptical at first yeah. because you know of the look of everything right. and and peter colin's not optimus prime yeah. and and i don't know the the robots were skinny and, yeah. and, and it's just like but man that first episode that pilot like movie or whatever you want to call it where they introduced it that was solid yeah. it was really good and we ended up that was something me and the kids watched all the yeah. time. I mean, I forget how many seasons it actually was on. I don't think we finished it. Yeah. Um, because maybe one of them started going to school mm. or, or something happened there. But, I mean, we watched a good chunk of it and were thoroughly thrilled with it. Yeah, I was into that one. I, I liked the animation style because I've always liked cartoony-looking things. I liked the way Bumblebee looked a yes. lot. But, uh, yeah, that was that's... And as much as I love Transformers, that's one of the few that I've actually seen from beginning to end, mm-hmm. because there's so many episodes in some of them. Yeah, and there, and some of them just came at a time when I wasn't watching TV or that they, they were, whatever for whatever reason. So that's one I've actually seen from beginning to end. I feel like it's on. It was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it is now. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I'm probably making that up. I know at one point it was. Okay. Because we talked about we actually saw it and we talked about rewatching, re-watching it again. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if, if you guys have never watched it, those who are listening, I thoroughly recommend it. Find some way to get it. It, it was fun. It was cool, too, because they said it in the future, so it wasn't the same story Correct. over again. They found a way to make it different. And, and I tell you, they made, especially in that, that initial episode, movie, whatever you want to call it, I mean, Megatron was... Was scary. Yeah. He was. I mean, it, there was this real threat from him. Yeah. Whereas in in the original, you know, they were already established and right. they had their war and stuff going on. Optimus Prime was already a BA. Yeah. And, and so there wasn't a lot there. But I mean, in in that Transformers animated than the new one, it's like, oh my gosh, he's like so much more powerful yeah. than them. Um, how is this even going to work? But. It did. Yeah, I feel like the Autobots are always at a disadvantage because I think in each one they're like they're the underdogs. Like the like I feel like that. I don't know if that's true, but I feel like the Decepticons have it together a little bit more. But I guess that's part of the hero's journey. Correct. Is getting you can't start off to be the victorious or else there's a story. It's a good formula, yeah. right? But yeah, so you were around when Transformers started. Yes. So you watched the first did you like watch it live? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's that like? Uh, it it was. I I I knew I was going to get asked this. <laughs> I just knew you were going to ask. So I've been trying to to rattle the old noggin. Yeah. Um, you know the th- the thing I remember most, especially, are you just had these crazy commercials that went with everything, yeah. right? You always had these breakaways, you know, the Transformers and that, that announcer voice. Yeah. The Transformers will return um, after this. And then you had, you know, a G.I. Joe commercial. And G.I. Joe, you had the, the Transformer commercials. And you, 
I remember one, it was, uh, what's the football player's name? Uh, Alex Karras was in a commercial for Christmas, um, trying to get everyone. It was right when, right after Transformers had hit. And they always turn your voice into a robot, yeah. you know, so robots in disguise. And, you know, I would have been, what was I, eight when they first came out? Eight, nine? Um, it was just wild. Because, I mean, here's here's these robots. They're turning into cars. Got that cool sound effect, yeah. right? And they're just, the stories, you, you go back and watch. The stories are barely there. Right. Um, the animation... You can find all kinds of bad editing, <laughs> right? Where someone's voice is moving and they're not talking or vice versa. Coloring's off in some of them. Uh, but it was just, you know, we hadn't seen anything like yeah. it. You know, Voltron was out around the same time. I'm trying to think. I, I forgot to look that up. Shame yeah. on me. But um, so you had kind of that and you're kind of like, well, is okay, they're, they're in lions that, you know, turn into this bigger robot. Right. But here's this robot that turns into a semi. Yeah. Um, or a gun, which at the at the time was really cool. But, you know, when you look back on it, it's like, how impractical yeah. is it that this giant robot that towers yeah, I over always, everyone turns into this gun? <laughs> I always thought that. And, like, he... So Megatron was the gun, if you're not familiar. Megatron, the leader of the Decepticons, turned into a gun, which is menacing but then he always relied on Starscream to shoot him yeah. and I'm like that, there's nobody less reliable than Starscream Correct. for Megatron so I th- and everyone had lasers anyway. yeah what's yeah, the point everyone had <laughs> cannons on their arms that's a good point it was it, cool yeah for an 8 year old kid yeah but man you're just like when you get older it's like wow what, what in the world <laughs> which it makes more sense as it goes on he turns into a cannon yeah. he turns into a tank yeah. you know in later um, iterations but um, yeah it was just wild I mean it because they were on all the time yeah. and yeah it was just it was just great and then of course the toys so every every time I'd go to the, the pepper drugstore with with my mom back home in Ada, we we'd look and and I would either be begging for a GI Joe or a Transformer. Yeah. The Transformers cost a little bit right. more than the GI Joes did. Um, I think the GI Joes back then, we were getting them for like ninety nine cents, a buck twenty nine, wow. buck twenty nine maybe. Oh my gosh! Anyone who's of my age, if you can confirm that, that would be wonderful. But it sure seems like they weren't that much yeah. back then. I want to say the Transformers back then were like, you know, six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, yeah. ten nine. You know, they were getting up there. And um, so it was easier to, to talk her into G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Transformers were usually reserved for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is just, it, it was ever consuming as a child, yeah. I guess. I constantly had Transformer and G.I. Joe and He-Man battles. <laughs> going yeah. on. Well, the thing with Transformers is, as I'm sure we'll talk about maybe later, or maybe we'll talk about now, I don't know, is that they basically were just one oh, giant it was, it was, toy commercial. Yep, giant toy commercial. Which is something you don't realize as a kid, because you just think, oh my gosh, they have a thousand characters in this show. Like, that's so cool. But really, they would just like add new characters and phase out old ones so they could sell more toys. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look, there's these Dinobots. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're seeing commercials for the Dinobot yeah. uh, action figures. Well, my favorite when they make 
like Skywarp and Thundercracker, and they just make them different color star yep. screams. Yep. Oh, I mean, look, He-Man was the same thing. Yeah. Every He-Man character or figure is the same mold. Yeah. It's just a different head, yeah. and different color, and it's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, we were definitely pawns in <laughs> uh, in the in the world of capitalism. In the game of capitalism, yeah. So, but you know, we ate it up. Yeah. I mean, we. I had. I couldn't even tell you how many Transformers I had. It was dozens upon well, dozens. There's just something about being a kid and getting not only a toy that that is a robot, yeah. but it's also a vehicle. Yeah. It's two in one. Yeah. And you can, you know, transform them on your own. What? There's nothing like that. No. Oh. Or, and then, like I said, the Dinobots or the Insecticons yeah. came along. Or, and then you got the giant ones like, you know, Devastator, where yeah, you have to put have to all these together. ones together. I mean, it was wild. It just kept growing upon itself. Um, it, it was absolutely... It, oh, what's the word I want to use? I don't know. It was just... You know, it just fed upon itself. Yeah. It was great. Well, and we haven't talked about this for a while. Yeah. But I wonder how much money the great master Hasbro has made. Oh. Because they have owned Transformers forever, I think. Yes. And I'm sure they have made quite a bit of cash. Well, obviously, because they keep pumping out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at what they're doing now. Anyone who goes into stores, go look at the Transformer lines. Because now what they're doing is they're re-releasing, you know, Studio Series Transformers. Yeah. So you get the Ironhide that looks like Ironhide did in the animated movie. Yeah. You get Soundtrack or Soundwave that looks like he did in the Bumblebee movie. Or you can get the Soundwave from you know the the live action movies yeah. it's every different kind you know the different optimus primes yeah. the different megatrons it's you can get ones that transform you can get the what are they called the red ones yeah i love those um those are awesome robot enhanced some design yeah yeah the the optimus primal one is yeah. really cool yeah. i haven't gotten it yet but yeah. it's it's on the list yeah i would have got that for you for christmas but they didn't have any so yeah, I the the last store I went to had one for the longest time, and then when I went back in, they didn't have it. I'm like, yeah, that's the risk you take. That's the story of Transformers. That's you snooze, you lose. You s- something like something that. like that. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Optimus Primal because Optimus Primal was my first Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. which means that Peter Cullen was not my first Optimus Prime. There we go. Gary yeah. Chalk was. Mm-hmm. Who I who uh, I don't know what. Anybody would know him from besides Beast Wars. I mean, he's done stuff, but I'm not sure what you know other people would know him from. But he he was Optimus Primal, and so to me that was the voice of Optimus Prime. But it's so funny because Peter Cullen is so iconic. Yeah. As Optimus Prime, he's even Optimus Prime in the movies, the Michael Bay movies. Yes. And the and most of the video game. I mean, he's he's Optimus Prime. <laughs> he think about him. He we talked about um, Kevin Conroy and yeah. Batman. Um, and how he had that 30-year run, and he just, he absolutely defined the voice of Batman and what Batman is. I mean, Optimus Prime is Peter Coleman. Right. I mean, when he goes to cons, he, he does Optimus Prime's voice. Right. Even though he has got a very prolific yeah. voice acting career. Um He was the voice Avenger in the short-lived Dungeons & Dragons oh. animated um, Siri, and then he was Eeyore, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Boy, I'm gonna have to look that yeah. up, but I'm pretty sure he did some Winnie the Pooh. Okay. 
Um, more, now I'm thinking I'm wrong, wrong on that. But well, he was all over the place. I know that. But he's he's done so many different things. But that's what he's known for. Yeah. And I can remember going to go see the the first Transformers yeah. live action, and when Optimus Prime first transformed, and then you heard Peter yeah. Cullen's voice. It's like, yes, <laughs> this yes. Um, but so I mean, he he. And think about it, he's been doing it for yeah nearly 40, 40 years. years. And so it, it's wild. And he actually did the voice of Optimus Prime in a newer animated series uh, called Transformers Prime, mm. I think it was called. Um, which we liked very much, but we never finished. Um, it was It's still on Netflix, I believe. Yeah, I but so. um, again, they tried to reimagine and, and try to change... The time of when it happened, yeah, to try to make it fresh. Because after forty years, right. I mean, what what are you going to do to to retell the same right. story? Um, so you got to make some changes, uh, which is why I think the Netflix series. Um, I liked it. Have you watched any I, of it? I started watching it, but I just never finished it because I just got busy or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I enjoyed them very much. I think there's three yeah, episodes there's, per yeah, trilogy. I think so per part. Um, very good. Um, I would recommend if you're Transformers fan. Oh, yeah. Now that's just my opinion. Um, but I thought they were better than some other things that have come along. So, yeah. Well, they look really good mm-hmm. the way they're made, and they look G one ish. Yes. Um, I know there's some Beast Wars in there too somewhere. There, there are. So, yeah. So that's cool. They did a good job of kind of they they kind of took the whole Transformers universe and just kind of melded it together so you got a lot of different things so no matter what generation of fan you are you kind of had something there yeah which i thought was nice that's cool um so one thing i was going to talk to you about was so beast wars was my first foray foray into transformers yes but it wasn't until armada came out that i watched it religiously okay because transformers armada came out when i was in middle not middle school i was just about middle school, uh, but it was on every morning when I was getting ready for school, so I would watch it every single day. So that's one. That's another one that I've seen front to back. Gotcha. Um, and that one is more of an anime style. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Transformers I, Armada. I have only seen a few, so I don't. I don't have a big enough. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I've seen that on one of the streaming services, um, and that's been on the list to get started just to kind of see that content yeah um because you know even if it's not in the style i'm used to i i want to kind of take it in right and and see what it's like yeah well it was really cool because they had mini cons Mm -hmm. not to be confused with marysville mini con oh no convention that that. i run yeah but um these are mini transformers that give them special powers okay so you got triple action you could robot Vehicle, mini robot. I guess four mini robot, mini vehicle. Oh, jeez. So okay, and they and they were usually named after other transformers. Like they were like different transformers. Like some from G one would be named in their honor, kind of thing. So that was pretty cool. And uh, Megatron was a tank. I think that was my first time ever seeing him as a tank. A very G two ish kind mm-hmm. of, where he was purple and green, if I recall correctly. But it was really cool. It was early two thousands, and I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, I liked Beast Wars. Uh, let's watch this, and it was every single day. Hmm. 
So that was my that was probably my more my intro to Transformers because I was pretty young with Beast Wars and I was like, oh, animals that transform. <laughs> but and they had like some mini cons that would like combine to make like swords and shields. Like oh. they were the power objects that they were looking for, mm-hmm. and and that was my first introduction to Unicron as well. Oh, okay. Because the Unicron was in Armada, um, and I had not seen the movie yet. Okay. I, at this point, I did not know the movie existed. Which is an origin story I will tell when we get to you, the movie. You had not known Heartache yet. No. Okay. I had not known Heartache, but I have also not known Redemption and um, Love, <laughs> as I do now. <laughs> so, because what I'll tell you, because it kind of ties into Armada, basically, when I was a young man, a lad. Mm-hmm. Um, a wee one. A wee child, before I transformed into a man. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my brother were shoveling snow for money to buy transformers and armada was out so i bought optimus prime mm-hmm. and john brought unicron unicron so we were shoveling snow specifically to buy those guys and i knocked on the door to see if they wanted to me to shovel their sidewalk but nobody was there and i just happened to look into the window and in this is like fate in the window i could see a copy of transformers the movie <laughs> from 1986 and I said, there's a Transformers movie? And my dad says, don't look into people's houses. <laughs> so, so then I went to the library, which was across the street from this house, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, and checked it out on VHS. Because this was still in the early 2000s, so VHS was still an option. Mm-hmm. And my life was never the same after that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> So, if you've never seen the Transformers oh. the movie, we are referring to a 1986 animated movie, not the Michael Bay live not action. The Michael Bay in 1986, they in between seasons two and three, yes, of the original animated series, they did a movie, and uh, it might be the height of cinema in America. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, what what else can you ask for from a movie? You've got. You've got Transformers on the screen, yeah. of course. You've got uh, Judd Nelson, yep. you know, in, in his in his heyday, yeah. running around as a new robot. Right. Um, you've got Eric Idle. Of course. You've got Eric Weird Al singing to yep. us. You've got the great Stan Bush singing the to us. The amazing Stan Bush. Leonard Nimoy. Yep, as Galvatron. you got Orson, Orson Welles. Unicron. As Unicron. Yeah. I mean, and then you've got the most poignant death scene Ever I'm in a getting movie. chills just thinking about that. I I can remember so when I watched that movie when I saw it. Yeah, I was ten, eleven, and I had no clue what was going to happen. Yeah, I, I had no clue, and then all of a sudden, boom! Optimus Prime gives up the all spark and he turns gray. Yeah, it's I was. I, What's going on? Right. Now, did Wait you see this in theaters? Or did yes. You? Okay. Oh, so you saw the movie in theaters. Wow. I would not know what to do if I saw that in theaters. Yeah. Um, My so, dad begrudgingly took me. Okay. I, I begged him to go see it. I'm pretty sure we had to go to Lima to see it. Okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Again, this is, a, this is a while ago. Right. But he had no desire <laughs> To go watch right. this, but yeah, uh, I just I didn't know what to do, and I was so upset. And then 
I started, I had some kind of book or something. Um, what was it? And it was, it was talking about a, a ghost of Optimus Prime 2 oh, yeah. or something or other. And then you had season three come along and then you get a, uh, you get a reincarnated Optimus right. Prime who starts falling apart and he's doing bad. I, it was just the most bewildering thing ever yeah. for a kid. I, I had no idea. All I knew is it's like, wait a minute. He's the good guy. Right. He he's not so you can't have Transformers without Optimus Prime. Well, and the the worst part about the whole thing is it happens like fifteen minutes into the movie. Yeah. It's very early on. If you haven't seen the movie, we're gonna spoil it a little bit here. We've Spoiler already Spoiler for it. a you know, thirty six year old yeah. movie. <laughs> but Optimus Prime lays down his life for for his fellow Transformers, basically. And uh, it is the most heroic death. Yeah. It's the most touching death I can think of in cinema. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i going to be honest. Uh, when I was a kid, it didn't affect me too much because I was more like, what the heck? Uh, I watched it as an adult. I remember this. Me- I'm going to tell you this memory because I remember it very clearly. I was 20 or 21, and I just got – I think I was on break from college, so I must have been 20. I went and got McDonald's. Started eating my Big Mac or whatever. Optimus Prime dies, and I start crying while I'm eating a cheeseburger, which is a thing I've never done in my life before. But I'm just biting into it, sobbing, and I'm like a grown—you know—I'm not a completely grown person yet, but I'm old enough that I should have known better. But I'll never forget that soggy little cheeseburger. That soggy. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, and then when we saw it, so we went and saw, what, the 30th anniversary? We saw the 30th anniversary in theaters. And that was crazy. That still got me. Yeah. Yeah. That was even worse because it was on the big screen. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine being a kid and seeing that. I I just, I remember just going, what are they doing? Dad, how can they, how can they kill Optimus Prime? And he's like, and he didn't know what was going on. And he's just like, just watch the movie. Just watch the movie. Yeah. I, I didn't want to. Yeah. Because like you said, he dies within the first 10, 15 minutes yeah. of the movie. Half the Autobots the, oh, in, yeah. they eat in, it. in the first two seasons die yeah. in the movie. Which, now, to get cynical... <laughs> well, they did it for they toys. They did it to make room for new toys, <laughs> which is something I learned that, that permanently disillusioned me. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that at the no. time, but when I read it, I was like, oh... Okay, nothing is real and nothing is sacred oh, and nothing yeah. is good. They played with our emotions. They transformed our emotions into cash. Yeah, they sure did. Oh my gosh. It was it was something else. All of this can be explained too, especially the whole toy selling part in the toys that made us. Yeah, if you watch the toys that made us on Netflix, which we've said several Many times. times. Uh, it's very good. The Transformers episode is my favorite. Well, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episodes are great too. Yeah. But the Transformers episode touches my heart. Yeah. But, you know, so one thing I want to talk about before we move on from the movie is we, we kind of touched on it, but the soundtrack to the movie. Oh, gosh. Absolutely fantastic. Yep. Uh, if you've never, if you know me, uh, you will probably know the song The Touch by Stan Bush, which is a, a song that has personally seen me through so many occasions in my life where I needed a boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've also got just so many great songs on there. I own it on vinyl. Uh-huh. And I I listen to that a lot when making comics. They So when we went to a um, Transformer con yeah. down in Kentucky, yeah. I think it was in Louisville, and um, Stan Bush was there. <sighs> nice. And, but literally... 
that soundtrack was playing the oh, whole time nice. we were there. It was just on a loop. And um, I did not get to personally talk to him, yeah. but I saw him interacting with a bunch of people and seemed just like the nicest yeah. dude in the world. Um, Peter Collin was supposed to be there, but we I did not see him on the floor. He had a much more abbreviated uh, visit. Yeah. Stan Bush was there the whole day, yeah. and he was doing all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, that was... I've been to Comic-Cons before, going to a very specific kind of right. con. That was the first time, and and that was a, a different kind of experience. Because yeah. I love Transformers, but boy, to it that thing was bonkers. Yeah, I bet. It, it was absolutely insane. One, the level of commitment some of these people had <laughs> in their costumes, yeah. or this, that, or their looks. Um, and then it was just... You know, it was all things Transformers yeah. in, in this room. It was just wild. Yeah, that sounds like heaven. It was great. Yeah. It, it was, uh, I would definitely go to one again. But it's one that moves around. Yeah. It's not, it's not in the same place all the time. And so they just kind of change across the country, I guess. Yeah. Because um, I've not noticed that it's been back to Yeah, I haven't heard that it's been around here lately. So um, I would definitely go again if, if it was... Within driving distance. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I was jealous that you got to go to that. I think I was working or something. I can't remember, but I couldn't make it. So I was like... Oh. Yeah, it ended up being a um, a family trip. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. We The, the kids went with us, and then uh, we stayed in a hotel. And then we've got family down in Kentucky. Ah. So, so we went and saw them after the con or before the con. I can't remember now. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that it was wild. Yeah. If you love Transformers, you got to try to go to one of those. It's which, if you don't love Transformers, you're probably not listening to this. Why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Even if you've never seen Transformers, it's where I I didn't watch G One until I was in college. I was just going to ask you when when you finally started watching G One. It was on Netflix, and I watched the whole thing. And as you say, the story is, nah. Yeah. But man, is it fun! Oh, it's a blast! Like there is, I like for whatever reason, there's this one transformer named, uh, not Blur, but he's like the the posh one, the blue car that's very posh. Yes. What is his name? Um, um uh, I can't remember his name, but he's like one of my favorite secondary characters. And there's like an episode where him and uh, Blaster get involved in like beatboxing and breakdancing and stuff and then um, after the movie takes place so in the movie Unicron is the main villain voiced by Orson Welles and he gets blown up and in season 3 Galvatron who is voiced by Leonard Nimoy well not in the show but in the movie he is a reincarnated Megatron and he is crazy basically after the movie because he falls into a lava pit or something Yeah. and I just remember Unicron being kind of alive and saying reattach my head to the planet Cybertron and just thinking like what was science like in the 80s that they thought like oh yeah people will just that'll fly that'll go so (laughs) but yeah it's a really fun series Um, season 3 is really weird because that's where they add most of the new characters yes Uh, well season 2 is like 60 episodes though so they, they have a lot of episodes there too and um well, season three gets weird because they try to bring back some characters. Yeah. Like they have, they have episodes where it's the ghost of Starscream. Yeah. Um, like I said, they bring back Optimus Prime for uh, some episodes. It, it's just really weird. Um, so it's almost like they were kind of, they were running out of steam. Um, and then I, so my DVD collection, I'm going to have to check. 
So they were supposed to be a fourth season. Yeah. Uh, and then they ended up shortening it and then never released it. But it got released in Japan, I believe. And it just ended up being like four episodes or something. Yeah, it was like four um, episodes. And then it kind of... And then they released something to lead into Transformers Headmasters, which yeah. was another short run. Um, so yeah, it was... It's just wild that it lasted as long as it did. Because as many episodes as they were churning out... Um, you'd think eventually they would run out of story ideas, which I guess they kind of did after yeah. the movie. <laughs> but yeah. uh, for the record, I believe I was talking about tracks. Tracks, okay. Tracks the Transformer, right? This this guy. Yes, tracks. Yes. Love tracks. That's him. Uh, now I'm going to ask you a hard question. Uh-huh. Uh, it's maybe it's not a hard question. I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay. Who's your favorite Transformer? Uh huh. Second question. Who's your second favorite Transformer? Because uh-huh. your first one's Optimus Prime. Yes. Because <laughs> the first, my first one is Optimus Prime as well. <laughs> so do you have a secondary favorite Transformer? Ooh. You know... Wow. As a kid, I'd probably say Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave is awesome. Soundwave's very cool. Um, he, You know, he turns into a cassette player. Yeah. And then you had all the extra cassettes the that cassettes, you could have yeah. with them. Um, and he had that, you know, that deep robotic yeah. voice, you know, engage, you know, yeah. and it's just, I don't know. I always dug Soundwave when, when I was reacquiring, yeah. um, my, my childhood as it were. Yeah. Soundwave was one of the ones I absolutely knew I wanted to get, um, which was proving hard because, Anyone who who collects knows that Transformers yeah. are incredibly, insanely, yeah. stupidly priced. Um, but I actually lucked out. Um, well, I will say on, on that note, uh, if you watch the show, especially G1, maybe only G1, um, Soundwave is about the only competent Decepticon. Yes. Uh, Megatron is pretty competent, but everybody else is pretty awful. Yes. And oh. so Soundwave is... And Shockwave to a degree, but Soundwave is like the most... Yeah, Shockwave's a weasel. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's now he was he was a cool uh, toy. I mean, I loved Megatron as a toy yeah. because again, you got to go around with his gun. Yeah. You could actually pull a trigger. He had the shoulder uh, stock oh, yeah. that you could put on him. I mean, it was absolutely cool. Um, so I had to get him. But now, when you look at him, anyone who looks at G One Transformers, the Megatron figure. When he's not, when he's in robot form, looks kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but there's just something about it. Um, and then you start, what is it, G2? They started to get kind of plasticky, yeah. I think. Um, it just blows my mind because most of my Transformers were were metal. Metal, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you start getting these plastic ones. It's like, what in the world's going on here? And they're harder to transform now. Yeah. Like when I was getting Transformers for Wyatt when he was a kid. It took like 30 steps, <laughs> and, and, and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And so it's like, no, no, look, here's Optimus Prime. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Six steps, and you're done. Yeah. But to answer your question, yeah, okay. sorry, I got <laughs> off. T- Soundwave probably too, although I love Devastator just because oh, of yeah. building him was very cool. Um, he was another one I worked hard at getting everything so I could build him. Um, Ultra Magnus love Ultra Magnus is is an awesome awesome figure because he's literally just a white Optimus Prime all white mm-hmm. but then when you take his car carrier and reassemble it and put it on him it just makes him this giant yeah. like 
going from Gen 1 to Gen 2, the sizes are just ridiculous. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, Galvatron just towers over old Megatron. Mm-hmm. Ultra Magnus towers over Optimus Prime. Even Blaster, the, the Autobot uh, cassette player, yeah. is so much bigger than the other Transformers. It's yeah. hilarious. But, um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Soundwave. Soundwave. Uh, so Optimus Prime is the best Transformer. Yes. Because he's actually one of the best fictional characters ever made, I think. Correct. Uh, but I was a huge Bumblebee fan. Okay. Uh, kind of wasted in the in the Transformers cartoon movie. Yes. But I loved Bumblebee because I loved the idea of him being a VW bug. Mm-hmm. And I liked his color. He was bright yellow. So as a kid, I was really drawn to that. Uh, but in, in terms of like who I think is one of the most fun characters is Starscream. Oh. Because he's a coward. He's oh, yeah. He's an idiot. And yes. And he's got the best... He doesn't have the best line, but Megatron, when he comes back in the movie, or is it Galvatron that it's, says it? He says, this is bad comedy, Starscream. Yeah. And that is one of the best lines in the movie because Starscream, Starscream has, has ascended the throne to become King Starscream. He, he's getting coronated. Yeah. And then he gets vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets vaporized. And then, like you said, you get the ghost of Starscream. Yeah. Which is actually something I think they did in Transformers Armada, too, if I oh, remember correctly. Oh, did they? Correctly. Oh, fun. So, but he was more, in Transformers Armada, he was more gray area, kind of, I think. Gotcha. Starscream was a cool figure. I've got him upstairs, yeah. too. Um, yeah. I always liked... Jazz was fun. Love Jazz. Just as... Well, he was Scatman Carruthers, too, right? Correct. So, he was fun. Um, for whatever reason, and, and I can't explain this for a figure not so much on the show hoist i loved hoist which one was he he's he's the green like truck that would tow people and he had the the weird attachments for his hands i don't know why but i had him and i had the 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 one that was a trailblazer too yeah um i think his name was trail blaster maybe um correct me if i'm wrong i don't I'm guessing because maybe they looked like regular vehicles. Because yeah. um, some of them obviously look a little spacey. Um, I'm going to come back to that. But uh, yeah, the one I never had as a kid uh, was Jetfire. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a friend that had Jetfire. And I mean, because he was cool, right? He's just this huge, giant jet who was a Decepticon. Now he's an Autobahn. Yeah. What, what is he? Is he good? Is he bad? But he was just huge. Now, I recently acquired one within the last two years from, from Matt. Um, he had an extra one that he just didn't want, so yeah. we made some dealings there. Um, but he was, he was one of the few Transformers I didn't have as a kid that I yeah. absolutely, oh my gosh, I want that one so bad. Um, and he's just, and you can't buy him right. at shows unless, you know. You're Bruce Wayne? If you're Bruce Wayne selling one of your kids' kidneys, whatever you're doing. <laughs> you got to make ends meet somehow. you got to get that, that Transformer. You need that toy money, man. So, one of my favorite Transformers is Cosmos. Okay, yeah. I love Cosmos because if you're unfamiliar with Cosmos, he's a bright green and yellow UFO. Yep. The reason I love Cosmos is, one, aliens. I love that kind of stuff. But, two... You're supposed to blend in as a Transformer. Yeah. You're supposed to be a robot in disguise. <laughs> and here you are. And here you are, a bright green UFO with a red top yeah. just flying through space. Yeah. That, to me, is amazing. The audacity of Cosmos. 
he's he thinks he's above it all. Where does he go, where does he go during the day, or does he do <laughs> missions in the space, or? <laughs> It's like the great Gazoo from yeah exactly from Flintstones exactly yeah so um, yeah I had a lot of Optimus Prime toys as a kid too because Optimus Prime during Transformers Armada was probably my first Optimus Prime mm-hmm. I, that's the one I, I shoveled snow to get but then there was a, the sequel to that one Transformers Cybertron okay or was it Energon I think it was Energon next and he had a Voltron type situation going on where he had four mini vehicles that you could put on his limbs oh uh, and that was super cool to me and you kept them in a, a trailer and so that one was a little bit more expensive but i i got it for my birthday or something special you know maybe christmas like you said transformers are christmas if you're listening to this for next christmas or next birthday i'll always take transformers yeah transformers are always welcome always <laughs> but that was a really cool one and um Rodimus Prime, I bought for John, my brother. That was really cool. He likes he likes Hot Rod. Hot Rod is a divisive character, right? Um, because many people blame him for the death of Optimus Prime. Well, it is his fault. It is his fault technically, but that's part of his hero's journey. He yep. was a young bra- his name is Hot Rod. He's a young brash. Yep. You know, and then he turns out to be Rodimus Prime. I, so funny story about that. That Christmas or the next Christmas. Or maybe it's my birthday. My birthday is near Christmas, yes. so those start to Happy blend birthday, together. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, my my parents got me Rodimus Prime. Yeah, now, I didn't have Hot Rod. They got me Rodimus <laughs> Prime. Okay. And and I looked at that, and I can I, I'm not proud of it. I'm like, this is the dude that killed Optimus <laughs> Prime. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I kept him though. Yeah, I did say thank you, but yeah. yeah, I was just like, I was just, why are you giving me this guy? Yeah, and so, and my mom said probably something like, "Well, do you want him or not?" Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> I ended up playing with him, but I mean, yeah, yeah, that's in. So he's a very lazy transformer as a figure, yeah. right? I mean, it's literally you pull out his arms, they come up, you pull out his feet, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, and you flip his head, and then push him back in, and then you shove him into his trailer. Yeah, I mean, there was. <laughs> There was so little thought, which I appreciate now. <laughs> yeah, but there's not a lot of transforming going on with Rodimus yeah. Prime. Well, you know what's interesting about that? I noticed the more you uh, become a collector, the less transforming is involved. Oh no, yeah, there. <laughs> um, because like when I bought those Red Robots yeah. Enhanced Designs, uh, this I think it said like this is not a toy. This is for collectors or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and I bought it, and I said to my mom, oh, this this is really cool. And she's like, well, can you transform it? And I said, no. And she just was like, what? And I was like, Mom, collecting Transformers is about transforming them. No, no. They're, we're well beyond that. Yeah. They're, they're just there looking yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... I'm, I'm fairly certain the only Transformers I actually have in their... their Vehicle slash animal form, Grimlock, yeah. is a dinosaur mm-hmm. because dinosaurs are cool. Dinosaurs rule. Um, and then Ironhide and um, Ratchet. Ratchet. I have in their van forms because oh, cool. anyone anyone who knows Gen 1 Transformers, Ironhide and Ratchet look the least like their characters. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they're literally the same vehicle, it's just this red and this white. And they've got this little mini cab on them. And when you go to transform them, you, their face 
is just pops up in this yeah. windshield and they got these spindly arms and legs they're absolutely ridiculous yeah. but i had to have them um so they but they are in van form because at least or vehicle form right at least they look decent right. there um i think most other ones bumblebee might be in his vw form yeah um because vw's again they're cool they're cool yeah. timeless so what are your feelings on... I, I mean, we haven't really touched yeah, on them. I knew we, you were going to say this. we got to talk about yeah. the live-action film. Um, now I'll put my two cents first. Yeah. We enjoyed the first movie. Same. We, we, we went... Sharon and I went and saw it in the theater. We absolutely loved it. That scene towards the end where Optimus is slaying those uh, Decepticons on the highway. Yeah. Absolutely cool. Mm-hmm. couple of things were just like, oh, why'd you have to do that? Right. You know... Like one of the Autobots peeing on John Detora. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on. That's not necessary. Um, Shia LaBeouf is just useless as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, but we enjoyed it. Yeah. Second one, we went and saw in the theaters. We we enjoyed it, but less. So, right. You know, it's like, okay. Um, and then each movie after that, it just got... Yeah, less and less, less enjoyable. Less and less enjoyable. Um <laughs> The, the Dark of the Moon, I think, is yeah, the, the next one. one. Um, that was just, I just, whatever. I don't know. I mean, the way they portray some of the Transformers, I just don't get. Um, and the stories are just, these are Transformer movies. Right. You know, let's have Transformers. They're very human-centric. They're very humans, yes. Um, the Age of Extinction, eh. I took exception to that one because... Yeah. The end, Optimus Prime kills a human. Yeah. And I said, there's no way no. Optimus Prime would ever... Correct. And he didn't just kill him. He disintegrated him. Correct. He blasted him with his blaster. Yes. Uh, so I took exception to that. Yeah. He would uh, He would never do that even to a bad guy. Yeah. yeah exactly. And then, the, did you watch The Last Night? No. Never did. Absolutely horrible. Um, by that point, it's Mark Wahlberg yeah. again, which I, again, I don't understand. Anthony Hopkins was in it. Oh my gosh, um, really? Yes. And the CGI, it almost was like watching a movie that was made 20 years earlier. Jeez. The CGI action was just so weird and clunky and and you know, I don't know. It was just it was a terrible story. Again, you've got too many humans in it. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to make Optimus Prime, oh, he's torn between being good and evil yeah. because of this and that. It was it was a joke. They, they've definitely done a disservice. Now, Bumblebee was better. Okay. Did you watch Bumblebee? No, I never did. I, I kind of assumed it wouldn't be any good. Yeah. It it was better. They kind of get back to... Um, now, it's still human-centric. Yeah. Um, but at least the story is a little bit better. Now, the trailer... You and I watched the trailer yep. for Rise, Rise of, of the, the Beasts. Beast. That actually has me a little optimistic... Optimistic? Uh, oh, opto- I didn't even plan yeah, that. Yeah, wow. That's how good I am, folks. <laughs> um, but that trailer actually looks pretty good. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that they're yeah. going to give us a decent movie. My biggest problem with it was they just cycle through the characters so much. And the cartoon did that too. But yes. like they didn't until the movie, they didn't kill a lot of characters. Yes. But in the first one, they killed Jazz, which rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. Correct. And then the second one, they killed a bunch of people. Yes. And the third one, they killed all, like everybody. Yeah. And then the fourth one, there was all these no-name Autobots. And I was just like, okay, I don't care anymore. because. Yeah. And then the other thing, and this is a, maybe a petty thing, but the fact that Optimus Prime had flames on him. Yes. Flame design. I was like, bro, Optimus Prime would never do that. Yeah. And they've changed him, yes. I see. 
to be more box-like in the new trailer. So uh, that's good. But yeah, overall, I was just like, they just they just were worse and worse as they went on. They The Michael Bay of it all, yeah. sometimes <laughs> it just isn't a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> that first one was cool. I mean, it had Scorponok even. And, yeah. You know. They, after the first one, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, we're yeah. gonna have we're gonna have some. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah. And then it just, it's like they, and I should have known, they the story is second, right, to the action in Michael Bay movies. Yeah. As long as you get the nice explosions and this and that and whatnot, then the story, as long as it's coherent, which yeah. they got less and less. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it's funny because some people when they go and they watch. The 86 movie are going to say the same thing. Well, They're going to say it's terrible. But you didn't watch it at the right time is the correct. problem. I watched it at, the, at when I was forming. Yeah. And you watched it live. Yeah. And you had to see it at the right time. Because obviously it's not a, it's not a great piece of cinema. Oh, no. But, I, but come on. Watching Hot Rod fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with Daniel. With Daniel. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing you'll ever I see. I mean... They've got Junkticons, which the leader's voiced by Eric Idle. They've got Sharkticons. They've got the Quintessens. Yeah. I mean, it's got a little bit. A Cup from the movie. I love Cup. Yeah. He's a cranky old man. I love Cup him. Cup was great. Ultra Magnus, voiced by the great Robert, Robert Stack, Stack. Who, uh, if you don't know, voice, uh, he was the host of the original Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Um, and RC's in it. And uh, Springer. All the characters are cool. Yeah. Uh, and all the, the music is amazing. And, you know, it's just... It's it's very eighties is the thing, so I think if you watch it now very eight. I think though, once you get past once you get past the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Right, you you get through the ridiculous fishing scene, Optimus Prime dies, then you've got a pretty solid story yeah. of what's trying to happen. It gets a little weird when you're on Junk to Con. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Never would I think a Weird Al song would work, though. Right. But boy, it sure does. It does. Um, but yeah, it is. It is definitely '80s animation, '80s movies yeah. at its best. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's a obviously there's a bit of nostalgia there for oh, me. Oh, of course. But we're biased. Yeah, we're definitely biased. But but if you're a Transformers fan, I think that the movie is universally seen as the peak of Transformers, probably. Oh, absolutely. I think it would be hard to. Um, what else are you going to put above that? Yeah. It uh, is like the Bible of Transformers. Yeah. Um, it's There's been a, a lot of good things that have come after it. Yeah. But nothing's been quite as instrumental. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, it, it's... Ugh. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you are deciding if you want to watch the live-action Michael Bay movies or if you want to go back and try the 86 movie. Oh, go back. Go back. Go back. Just put your blinders on. Yep. Don't think too much. Yep. And um, just watch it, and it's great. I mean, it's... it's. But if you don't like Transformers to begin with, yeah. and you're not into 80s cartoons, because look, <laughs> if you don't like 80s cartoons at all, yeah. you might as well not even try. Yeah, 80s, the Transformers not for you. No. No. Not Well, none of it would be no. for you. G.I. Joe, He-Man, oh my gosh. No. no well, if you that's... don't like 80s cartoons, what's wrong with you? Well, we, you know, you probably should seek help. Yeah, professional help. Yeah. From Hasbro. It's, they'll, they'll get you straightened out. <laughs> they'll help you. <laughs> they'll send you a starter pack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so do you have a, I, do you have a favorite figure 
or Transformer that you have in, in your collection now? I um, mean, that's not Optimus Prime, right, I guess. Right, not Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, I have two King Star Screams mm-hmm. and that Ultra Magnus that you were talking about that transforms into the big Ultra Magnus. That's probably the one that I like the most because I was pretty actively hunting for that one when we found it at a toy show and I, got, right. it. Yes. I got it for not an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. I think yeah. so. What about you? I know you have more figures than me, so. I do. Um, the sound wave obviously was huge when I, when, I, when I was able to score that. So funny story with that, I actually scored two at the same time. Oh. Both for a crazy good price based on uh, value because they were both complete. But I had lost one auction, won another, and then the, the guy I had lost, he contacted me and said, hey, the other buyer can't, he can't pay. Would you want it? And he actually says, for the price that you... Oh, my goodness. You last bidded. And I said, yes. So and then Sharon's calling me because I was traveling for work. Yeah. I was in, the, in an airport... Oh my God! And Sharon's Sharon's calling me when I land, um, uh, like, well, no, not calling when I land. She called me like two days later, and she's like, "Hey, uh, so we've got a couple packages here." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're both sound waves. The, but the the Devastator was probably the one that was most fun to get. Yeah, because, you know, you've got all those different figures you've got to find. And then you've got the extra pieces that you got to find. Um, thankfully, at the toy show, especially in Columbus, one of the guys that has a table um, has like toolboxes full of right. extra Transformer accessories. So that one's fun. And then he just towers. But I've got the Ultra Magnus. Um, the only one I don't have that would be cool to have would be an original Shockwave, but I have a newer one. Yeah. So that's fine. There's a few Dinobots. I've only got Grimlock. Yeah, well, he's the best. He is. He's king of the Dinobots. Um, and I, I wouldn't mind some of the Insecticons because they're just cool and they're smaller, yeah. so yeah. they don't take up a lot of space. But yeah, so it's they're all fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, nothing beats Optimus Prime. No. Uh, I've got one of the anniversary ones you were talking about. I got that one for Matt too. Oh, cool. And. Um, I mean, he's just huge, and he comes. He came with all kinds of extra goodies, and his fingers articulate nice. and everything. So, yeah, it's that's a nice figure. Yeah. So he stands. He stands tall. Tall above the rest. Yep. So, but, yeah, Transformers. Transformers. Well, I I would just like to say that if you're having a hard time, it's been a, it's been a rough year. Yeah. Rough but couple you, years. Rough couple years. But if you're having a hard time, I just want everyone out there to know that you've got the touch. You've got the touch. Dare, right? You can win if you dare. Yeah, you can win if you dare. You can win if you dare. (laughs) Well, we would love to hear from you guys, um, whether you like Transformers or not. uh, What's your favorite version of them? Um, If you didn't grow up with Gen 1 or Beast Wars, you know, what do you like? You know, tell us what you think of the Michael Bay's. Who's your favorite character? If you have any Transformers in your collection, yeah. if you have one, what what's your favorites? Um, I, we probably should have mentioned the lengths that we've gone for some of these collections. I mean, I drove all the way to Indiana to yeah. get a Megatron. So <laughs> that's right, that's right. We were all we that were all together for that. Moment. That was an amazing moment. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you know, you can get hold of us on Instagram, Facebook. 
uh, the land of Twitter. Um, we're assuming it'll still be around when this episode comes out. If not, just disregard it. Twitter never existed. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Keep the comments a coming. That's right. Transform and roll out. All right, and stay nerdy.